Another Canadian comedian has been cancelled. This time, several venues have bowed to the woke mob and cancelled Ben Bankes's tour. A TDSB trustee is calling on the school board to suspend all dealings with a controversial DEI consultancy following the suicide of a longtime principal. The Toronto Police Association is slamming Mayor Olivia Chow for her silence on violence against cops. Hello Canada, it's Friday, July 28th, and this is True North's Daily Brief. I'm Cosmin Georgia. And I'm Elie Quentin Antel. We've got you covered with all the news you need to know. Let's discuss the top stories of the day and the True North exclusives you won't hear anywhere else. Several venues have cancelled bookings by Canadian comedian Ben Bankes ahead of an anticipated cross-Canada tour after he posted a skit of Toronto Mayor Olivia Chow on social media. The controversial comedy skit mocking the mayor led to a coordinated social media mob intent on demanding venues who were willing to host Bankes to drop him from their lineup. In an interview with True North, Bankes explained that Aeolian Hall in London, Ontario and Alderney Landing in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia have cancelled scheduled performances. Bankes said, quote, People from TikTok went on my website to find the list of venues to cancel and sent them all emails. In one email, Aeolian Hall's managers explained that some backlash led to their decision to cancel Bankes's show on October 5th. The venue told Bankcast, quote, We've received some backlash and it's been pointed out that some of your humor is past the line in relation to our values as a venue and arts organization. This decision wasn't made lightly. True North reached out to Aeolian Hall to ask what particular aspects of Bankcast's comedy they took issue with but did not receive a response. Bankas also ran for mayor in the latest mayoral election and used his candidacy to ridicule woke and progressive policies. So Ellie, this isn't the first time this has happened. Actually, we just reported that in May, comedian Sophie Buttle was cancelled by a venue here in Vancouver, the Little Mountain Gallery cancelled a performance by her after another comic complained about a joke she made in 2022 referencing residential schools. What is happening here, Ellie? What happened to free speech in Canada? Well, I think it's sad that it appears comedy is being taken over by the woke mob, and I don't think that's good because here's the thing. The Scientific American says that people laugh when they see that a norm has been broken and that the breach is benign. So that means that comedy can be offensive. And you know what? It should be allowed to be offensive. And if you look at Ben Vankas, I mean, I discovered him during the pandemic. He would make these impressions of Dr. Tam and Jagmeet Singh and Doug Ford and Justin Trudeau. And, you know, they were surely very politically incorrect. And you know what? That's not for everyone. And that's fine. If you don't like it, don't come. Unfortunately, the left believes that when they don't like something, because they are so righteous and above everybody, that means they have to cancel it for everyone. And I don't think that's good for comedy. Comedians should not be walking on eggshells. Right. It seems like they are setting limits on what we can joke about. And soon you might not be able to joke about anything. Now, what do you think about some of these responses from these venues? Uh, one of them, 
we asked them particularly what about his humor they were offended by or, or they thought crossed the line and they never responded. So why do you think that is? I think it's because they probably could not find something that he particularly objected to. I mean, my, my belief is there's, it's quite possible that they didn't even go and watch and look at his comedy. The thing is, is because the cancel culture woke mob is so strong and is so scary. We have to remember that these comedy halls, these venues, they're owned by people who have bills to pay. And these people have to be careful because they don't want their business to go under. They don't want to lose their livelihood. And, and I think that really highlights how vicious and nasty the woke left is. They don't mind destroying someone's career, livelihood, and reputation. They do it time and time and time again. So I'm actually not surprised that they didn't, they didn't respond. And honestly, when it comes to canceling shows, oftentimes I don't think they are able to give a specific response. They're just scared of the vocal fringe minority woke left. Toronto District School Board trustee Wei Dong Pei is calling on the school board to suspend all dealings with the controversial diversity, equity, and inclusion consultancy Kojo Institute following the suicide of a principal who is alleged to have been bullied at one of their sessions. The Ward 12 trustees' demand comes after Ontario Education Minister Stephen Lecce ordered a review of the circumstances surrounding the recent suicide of 60-year-old Richard Biltso, who committed suicide after his family claimed he dealt with plaguing stress stemming from a confrontation at the training. In an email to TDSB director Colleen Russell Rollins, Pei said he is expecting her to, quote, report that the board has suspended all dealings with the Kojo Institute and its officers and employees pending the results of the investigation into Richard's death. Pei also said he expects Russell Rollins' leadership statement at the upcoming August 30th board meeting to, quote, include a fitting remembrance of the life and contributions to the TDSB of Richard Blitzo, an acknowledgement of the emotional harm that he suffered as a result of attending a professional development event sponsored by the TDSB, and a commitment to fully cooperate with the Ministry of Education's inquiry into broader circumstances of Richard's death. Education Minister Stephen Lecce, who called the situation serious and disturbing, also ordered staff to review school training for teachers and to provide, quote, options to reform professional training and strengthen accountability on school boards so this never happens again. The TDSB announced Thursday that it had launched its own investigation into the circumstances surrounding Biltso's death. Toronto's largest school board says it stands by holding regular DEI training sessions for staff, claiming they're important. As previously reported by True North's Sue Ann Levy, Bill Tso had filed a $750,000 lawsuit against the TDSB, alleging breach of contract, defamation of character, and reprisal by the board's senior administrator after he was allegedly repeatedly labeled a white supremacist, shamed, and humiliated. The lawsuit has, however, yet to be served to the board. So Cosman, the TDSB is doubling down on DEI training sessions for staff. Uh, however, Toronto's public schools are dealing with several other major issues. Students are not meeting educational benchmarks and schools are becoming increasingly unsafe. I mean, just during this year, there was over 300 students involved in violence. So why do you think the TDSB uh, is signaling that it will continue with 
woke DEI rather than seemingly focus on these bigger, more important consequential issues? Well, I think in the teaching profession, but also in the school boards, there's an ideological commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it's also, we can't forget that all this stuff is written into policy. So schools are required to have DEI training. And I don't think that's ever going to change unless you have school trustees going in there and changing the policy. Now, whether that's going to happen as a result of this very unfortunate incident, I'm not so sure. But there's obviously a reckoning going on right now with regards to the purpose and effectiveness of DEI. And you're right to mention that there's so many other issues in schools that seem to be overlooked for this superficial uh, sort of anti-racist training. Issues like violence in schools, right? Kids aren't feeling safe. Staff aren't feeling safe. But uh, also like performance and students. Are we really preparing students to go out there into the real world to continue a post-secondary education or, or practice a trade? The Toronto Police Association has released a scathing statement slamming Toronto Mayor Olivia Chow for her continued silence on recent incidents of violence against police officers. The TPA statement posted on Twitter criticizes Mayor Chow for failing to show support for a police officer who was recently hit with a stolen car and offering condolences for a police canine unit that was shot and killed in the line of duty. The statement reads, quote, In the last five days, we have had a police officer struck and injured by a stolen car, officers shot at, and a police dog killed in the line of duty. Will Mayor Chow offer any words of condolence or support for our members? TPA President John Reed chimed in, telling Chow that Toronto's police officers deserve her support. Reed said, quote, Mayor Chow, the men and women of the Toronto Police Service put their lives on the line every day to keep you and the citizens of Toronto safe. They deserve your public support. Last week, a police officer on a bicycle was struck by a 15-year-old boy and a 17-year-old girl driving a stolen car, sending the officer to the hospital for non-life-threatening injuries. On Tuesday, police were searching for an armed suspect in the Kipling Ave and Dixon Road area when the suspect shot and killed the police's two-year-old German shepherd named Bingo. Chow has not commented on any of these incidents, remaining relatively inactive on her social media accounts in recent days. So we're very early on into Olivia Chow's tenure as the mayor of Toronto, and we're already seeing some patterns. She selectively chooses to address certain things while completely ignoring others. Uh, in this case, we have, you know, the threat faced by Toronto police officers every day with this escalating crime and this uh, growing violence within the city. Do you think she's ever going to address this? Cosman, I usually like to be an optimist, but I don't have a lot of optimism when it comes to Olivia Chow and crime. Here's the thing. She ran without releasing a plan to address violent crime, even though crime was such a big issue during the last election. She focused instead on things like climate change. In response to violence on the subway, she has called for more social workers. And she's also talked about redirecting police 
funds. And since her election, the city of Toronto is now wanting to ban two-stroke gas-powered engine, including some lawnmowers and chainsaws, and it's pushing for a radical drug decriminalization plan. So I think, unfortunately, Torontonians are not going to see her take crime seriously. And I think the fact that she hasn't spoken out on this recent police violence just shows that. Here's the thing. Toronto elected an uber-woke NDP mayor, and they get what they asked for. That's it for today, and don't forget to check in at www.tnc.news throughout the day for all the news you need to know. And if you're able, please consider supporting independent media at donate.tnc.news. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.